Amanda from Ponte's Books here with the Chapter 23 Historical Tidbit for The Prince and the Pauper. Today's historical tidbit is something that actually plays a really big part in this story, um, but it's really Edward's first, I guess, personal experience with it, although he's been hearing stories up, up to this point, but it's really going to pick up kind of after this. Um, and that is Tudor punishments. So punishments that we see in the time of Tudor England. So in this chapter in particular, this is where we see Edward um, going to trial basically for having stolen, stolen uh, this woman's bundle that ends up being a pig. So he didn't actually steal it. It was stolen by Hugo, and then he was framed for the crime. And they were about to take matters into their own hands when Miles shows up and convinces them to at least kind of bring him to see, I guess, a judge. So they have a mini, I guess you could call it a trial. Don't know if uh, by the same standards, you know, as today's trials, but essentially that's kind of what happens. So... As part of the trial, the judge reveals that his crime of stealing a pig was actually a little more serious than he had originally thought, or than maybe even Edward realized he was being accused of, uh, because it went over a certain amount. So here's the quote from the story. "'Tis a poor ignorant lad, and mayhap was driven hard by hunger, for these be grievous times for the unfortunate. Mark you." He hath not an evil face, but when hunger driveth, good woman, dost know that when one steals a thing above the value of 13 pence haypenny, the law saith he shall hang for it? So again, the judge is revealing that if, because the item that he stole, a pig, she's claiming costs, I forget what the exact amount is, but something that's more than 13 pence haypenny. Uh, then the crime is that he's going to hang for that. So there's a certain cutoff where below he would have a kind of lesser punishment and above he would have a greater one. So as I said before, there's quite a few moments where we see examples of punishments being used in Tudor England. And really by the end of the story, we see almost all of the examples that I'm going to list on the next few slides kind of all at one point. There's only a few that don't ever get brought up in the story. So come of, some of the common methods of execution are kind of reserved for things that are a little bit more serious, but some of them aren't even that serious. The painfulness of the execution kind of depends on how serious your crime was. So something like being beheaded could be, uh, was a very common execution technique for people who were, who had committed treason. So that's basically, you know, anything that kind of goes against the royal family, the king, you know, there's a lot that could fall under the category of treason. But beheading was more likely to be for rich people. It was a more kind of dignified way to go out of the world. So we had hanging. Hanging was for similar crimes. Um, but there you see stealing, right? That's the example that was in the story and treason as well. But again, it would be if somebody was like more, what was it, didn't have as much money, 
they would be more likely to, if they were a pauper, they'd probably be hanged. If they were rich, they'd be beheaded. Uh, they could also be hanged for causing a rebellion and a number of other crimes. Hanging was very common for the common folk. Um, also burning, uh, that could be women who are accused of treason, also women who are accused of witchcraft. Uh, all of those things could, could happen. Um, oftentimes people who are accused of witchcraft were hanged as well. Uh, you could also be pressed. So that was basically like being crushed to death. They put heavy things on you until you were crushed. Uh, and then murderers, you know, that's kind of sometimes seen as the, the worst crime. Uh, your punishment could be to be boiled alive, which sounds crazy. So then some common methods of other punishment that aren't necessarily, you know, being executed, things that are just meant to be painful and or humiliating. Um, a very common one was to be whipped or flogged. So that could be, uh, you know, stealing a lesser item. That might be the, the common punishment is being whipped. Another possibility could be if you go down to uh, the next, skip this next one for a second, the pillory or the stocks was another common punishment for a minor crime of stealing something small. So that would be, you know, the thing where you put your hands and, or your feet through and you just basically sit there and people can throw rotten food at you and laugh at you. And it's, it's definitely more humiliating. Uncomfortable, I'm sure too, but it's more about the humiliation. Um, so then also branding with hot irons. So this is something we hear about in the story as well, that someone who was sold as a slave might be branded with the letter S Someone who's accused of a crime um, of murder might also get branded, uh, and that would be like with the letter M or stealing. I'm not sure if it would be, again, the letter S. There's probably a different letter that went with it. So a lot of possible punishments for stealing. It was a common crime. Um, then there was something that was called a ducking stool, which was mostly used if a woman was being accused of witchcraft. It would basically kind of dunk them into the water, and if they floated then they were a witch and they were killed. If they sunk, then they were not a witch, but they were already dead. Um, and then something that was called the brank, which was this like metal contraption that would kind of go over your head. And that was a common punishment for women who were gossiping or speaking out of turn. So a lot of different punishments, you know, ex some execution, some just punishments that could have been seen and more. That isn't even everything, not even close. So why were the punishments so harsh at this time? Well, one of the reasons is that harsh punishments deter criminals from repeating the crime. That was kind of the, the theory behind these harsh punishments. And, you know, to this day, people still sometimes have that same belief is that, you know, if somebody does something bad and they're punished badly for it, they're not going to do it again. Also, in this case, they would like depend on the fact that other people would see these punishments, even if they hadn't committed the crimes and they wouldn't commit the crimes just because they had seen what happened to those people. So that idea, the fear of having to go through that punishment. Also, the punishments being harsh and, you know, some of these things are, were a source of entertainment. So people would come out in large crowds just to see it happen. So they were both afraid of it and entertained by it, which is a strange combination, I realize. But that's the way that their brains work. And that's the way that, you know, humans, humans can be sometimes. So 
Those are some of the punishments of tutor times. Hopefully you learned something. Have a good rest of your day.